Guys, if you're listening to our podcast, uh, you should be watching us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where normally you get to see both our lovely faces. Oh, Seth just joined us. There we go. Hey, Seth, I I missed you. There there you go. Um, Yeah, guys, live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get the cool visual side, and you get to be part of chat. Hi, chat. We love you. Got, uh, I know you'll have plenty of questions for tonight. We've got uh, some uh, spicy stuff to talk about. The BAO. Seth, the BAO was this weekend. It was insane. But guess what, man? I still hobbied. I still you did. Look at you. Stuff. Look at this. Dedication. Dedication. We're going to bring down my hobby progress right here. So I did not paint. I'll be honest. I did not paint. No. But I've been building Sentinels because I needed some Sentinels. Uh, the, the new Sentinel kit is one that like I've had sitting on my shelf for a while. The new Guard Sentinel or Astro Militarum Sentinel. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I've got time. You know, we've got time before the new edition yeah. drops. Let's just let's just build stuff that's been sitting around. So I got I I'm kind of going into it, man. I got I got three of those. I'm going to probably go to five because they're a fun kit to build. And Seth, you know what though? Like I was saying, I was at the BAO. I also yeah. had a lot of fun yeah. uh, practicing my lighting skills. Can, can we can Ooh. we show this photo here? Look at this. Look at this. Like uh, the BAO had some skills. really fun. Um, yeah, there we go. Mood oh. lighting. Yes, look at that. There we go. I was able. To, uh, so no one was in the hall. It was just me. Just just creating my own did they get did they give you full control of what color lights in there they give me full they give me the key to the kingdom whenever i go to these events it is insane i mean i'm so fortunate that they have so much trust with somebody that's sometimes so totally you should have done green picker it should have been green it should have been green. i'm disappointed in you actually well well, the bao you know we're going like orange reddish tones because kind of that's our always green always green always i do like a good shade of green but uh yeah so so that was my 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 time seth what have you been up to have you done anything fun this week yeah, uh, I've continued on my 30 Flash Kits mission. I finished Jeez. 10 more, which is all 30. I, I thought about getting them all together for a picture, but I still have some mega knobs I'm working on, and I want to just kind of get that big pile of stuff for a big exciting yeah, yeah. photo. So um, there we go, 10 more Flash Kits. This is your ACO done. army, right? That's, yep, your, that's yep. your deadline. Okay. That's the deadline. I have like four mega knobs and some weapons for them, and... 10 Gretchen and a shock jump tracks and a secret project. Oh my I God. Dude, get to painting. Are you paint? You should be painting while we're recording because I can't because my, my, my studio. Yeah. <laughs> Your studio is not in my paint room. Um, <laughs> so it is what it is, but I teleported in. Thanks Joel for catching that. Um, I did uh, on strict orders from our producer, go see guardians this weekend. And I can confirm it is a good film. Check it out. Oh, nice. Um, I picked up Zelda tears of the kingdom been playing that lots of fun so okay what, what, what system is that sorry i'm so switch. naive that's switch okay well okay cool. very good i'm still thinking like game boy here all right like is it on a kicker you would love it it right. has building blocks you can build things i, I love blocks dude i, I know sp- you do my son has legos and i fight my toddler to play with his <laughs> legos like it is it is sad um right. although my son just showed me the cool thing he's like when two bricks are stuck together you just take them and put them in your mouth and like use your mouth to wrench them apart and like that's okay. a three-year-old who just figured out that hack like i learned that like when i was 15 but my my three-year-old realized that you can just use your mouth to separate out legos oh uh, right. hey what about nick. um nick we, we gotta ask nick what, what was up to yeah hey guys first uh seth glad that you saw guardians 3 glad that you enjoyed it to everybody if you haven't seen it go check it out everybody here knows that i am a chaos player i'm a chaos demons player i'm a death guard player and guess what folks i was blessed by papa nurgle the past few days but i'm right back at it here uh my hobby progress i got some i got i got some pink horrors built some flamers some screamers of zinch a soul grinder as well so i've been working on a few things in the background but i didn't feel like showing built models that aren't yet having paint on them so 
uh, we'll go ahead and uh, me. You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we have some. Progress, wow, but that's not a enough. that's a call out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, but uh, well, I got to ask you a question because you mentioned a soul yeah. grinder, Nick. Um, all right, should that model be based or not? I mean, I know it doesn't come with a base, but do you think that one needs a base? Um. Yeah, I, I, I had actually ordered a, a new Soul Grinder recently, and it does come with a base now. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, and it's hmm. it's a giant base. I don't even know what the size dimensions of it are. Uh, big circle, I, though. Yeah, oh, it's a big circle. I've got three three Soul Grinders already, and I know I'm going to have to base them at some point. So that'll be my hobby, hobby progress at some point in, over these summer months is getting and painting bases uh, for the existing yeah. ones that I have. Yeah, it'll be a pain, but I will I will suffer through <laughs> If you have any bases that are of appropriate size for a soul grinder, maybe bring them to ACO and give them Nick because <laughs> he might use them. Hey, Seth, we're asking Nikki D about basing here. You yeah. have buggies in the Orc army. All yep. your new buggies come with bases, but yep. the battle wagon and the truck do not. Thoughts? Uh, they don't. I they mean, don't. They do don't. you want that? Like, do, do you think bases make it easier, especially with something like... Bases make it easier, but bases also make it harder because they're wider than the actual model yeah. usually. Yeah, which for like you know like a Gretchen and an, or an Orc boy isn't a big deal, or even like a Mega Knob. But then you start getting into something that's like a battle wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah battle wagon or bigger. Now you're talking about you know adding a half an inch, and it starts to restrict how these things can move. So it's a double edged sword. And I understand why in those larger like some larger models they don't do it, but it's also weird when they have a knight on a base. Yeah, so like that's a that's a real big model. You put it on a base. Why is it everything else? But yeah, who knows. I'm not in charge here. Despite my <laughs> devilish good looks, I am not James Workshop. Well, well, chat, tell us what you think. Should all models have bases or are we cool letting some go without them? Uh, should we jump into news? We should jump into yeah. news, right? Yeah. So up for GW pre-order this weekend, guys, the Space Marine Heroes Collection. But these are not the good guys. These are the bad guys. These are Death Guard. Why uh, is it a Heroes Collection yeah, then? right? The Space Marine Villains is what it should Correct. be called, right? Uh, but anyway, the, um, I'm, you know, these are cool models. The first time I saw Space Marine Heroes, these are these, I guess, uh, mystery bag, you know, of individual miniatures. I saw these yeah. while I was in Japan on my honeymoon, and I thought they were the coolest thing. They're just some, like, random store. And, like, I know Warhammer. I don't understand the Japanese characters, but I know Warhammer. And I... I bought a bunch because I was just like, these are really, really cool. Now it looks like they've become a thing. They're all over and we're even getting Death Guard. Nikki D, uh, you know more about Death Guard than any one of us. What are your thoughts on this grab bag? I've been wanting to get this malignant plague caster. He's in the guy in the front center of the image if you're watching the stream here. Great model and you could get them, you know, via eBay or other things like that, but for very, very high prices. Uh, but this whole range is fantastic. I am absolutely ordering this uh, this upcoming weekend. It's admittedly going to sit in my backlog for, for, for a long time as I'm focused on demons, but this is such a dynamic and great looking addition for Plague Marines. And as a Death Guard player, can never have enough Plague Marines. You, you know, though, that's interesting. Can't, can't, though. You, can't you, though? <laughs> can you, so you're saying the only way you can get this special um, malefic dude whatever played caster is basically in a big box set or in this new mystery set right? yes the, yeah, yeah there there are, there are two versions of the malignant played caster and that is the the psyker uh character hq for the death guard yeah. there's the one that came in the eighth edition starter set okay and yeah. that you see on every table and then there's this guy with the staff and the flies those are the only two versions of the oh. model this one way i mean the other one is good the one in the eighth edition starter set is good but this one's way better yeah, these are cool. These are cool. Sweet. Well, also up for pre-order, we've got Warhammer Underworlds. They've got a brand new starter set, and it looks epic. This one is a nice way to, you know, one box, get everything you need. It's pretty inexpensive, and you're ready mm -hmm. You're ready to rock with it. Like, 
the the models too, as we always say, the models are always cool from the Age of Sigma realm, the fantasy realm. They're always gorgeous. But this particular box set has got the skeletons, and I don't know what the, the name of the skeletons is in Underworlds, but they're just basically skeletons. We don't need another fancy yeah. name for them, and they're cool. Everyone likes skeletons, so that's the other big thing. But what we're all here excited to talk about is all the tenth edition news. We're getting more yeah. faction focuses. Well, Seth, let's, take us. Yeah, some, yeah. Let's let's kind of rip through these because we got a lot to cover. Yeah, we got tonight. you. You you um, use it the pace. I'm so. I'm not actually going to lead off because the first one is uh is a uh, thousand suns and i believe a certain nikki d is a chaos <laughs> all boy. things evil or is nikki d all right hey i mean evil only from a certain point of view right Fair and enough. uh <laughs> but uh no uh thousand suns their big mechanic has been the cabal points in ninth edition that stays as a mechanic in 10th edition. It's going to generate based on uh, each unit is going to generate a certain number of cabal points. And then those can be used as as points throughout different phases. Notably, uh, and the image got cut off here if you're watching the stream, but Temporal Surge is going to allow people or allow a unit to move. There's also one, the Twist Ooh. of Fate. Yeah, Twist of Fate uh, may, means that a unit does not get any saves. Um Ooh. Do you guys think it would be good if custodies just don't get saves? Or, them, or kicker, how would you feel if your tanks just don't, don't get saves? Don't go there. Don't, hey, don't of, do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? So this is one where I got to say, as we've been reviewing these faction focus articles from Warhammer Community as, as they've been going on the last few weeks, there's usually been some that get people excited, get them people scared. This is one where I think Thousand Suns, everybody pretty much realized that this is going to be a faction that's based on what we know so far seems really strong okay so to every thousand suns player we also know that their their i guess rivals are the gray knights seth they were revealed on friday well their faction yes. focus was on friday you want to give us the highlights of gray knights gray knights oh boy kicker gray knights <laughs> just they uh i think the main thing everyone needs to know about gray knights they're they're two of armor save across the board which is you know sort of good yeah and because all the profiles we've seen out there they have been reducing the AP on a lot of things. So that two-up save is going a long way. But kicker, their army rule lets them teleport multiple units a turn. Wow. Which wow. is crazy. So these guys are going to be kick-flipping and teleporting all over the board. They're going to give an El Eldar a run for their money with their mobility. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm not excited for them to be kick-flipping all around the board against the orcs, <laughs> but, you know, we'll do what we got to do to take care of those... Uh, those uh, boys from titan so, so we got the gray knights you said they're fast but come on jukari had to be faster they were revealed on monday the faction focus was on monday we got oh, yeah. some like highlights from jukari seth and so First they, of get all pain, they get pain tokens okay cool and uh then what they do is they can either use those pain tokens to give units re-rolls to advance and charge or just you know re-rolls to hit yeah no, it's just re-rolls to hit it's, just, well, it's real yeah. good it's real and, good it's and and i'm very concerned uh nikki didn't put it up here but every time I, I'm, I'm seeing these pop up from time to time in the previews, Devastating Wounds is like the, the new Mortal Wound ability. You, you roll a six to wound, a critical wound. You do your normal damage, but as Mortal Wounds. And every time I see Devastating Wounds and then Twin Link next to it, which is Reroll Wound, oh, I get very oh, concerned. Red and flag, the Heat yeah. Lance has that. Yeah. Oof. That is um that is gonna be spicy. Okay, so so we're getting a lot of craziness, but you know, just talking to frontline gaming staff that was reading the same stuff that everyone was reading. We were all you know our company chat. I was talking with uh, my, my buddy Mike about it, and 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 Mike mentioned that the GSC look brutal. Seth, 
highlights of the GSC. I mean, we, they were released, uh, I guess, announced on Tuesday. I need a drink, Kicker. I need a drink. Yeah, you need a drink, you need a drink. Because it, it seems like they're going to be even jankier than they were currently. Or are kicker? Currently. Yeah. You're playing guard. I'm playing guard. Cool. What That's if I told I you, whenever what if I, I told guard, you, you just had infinite guard squads? Okay, infinite guard. Yes. I mean, I get one with reinforcements because that we know that was released. I no, can no, re- no. Just every time they die. You get oh, every back. time they die? Every time they die. Um, that sounds wonderful for guard, but we don't have that. Okay, but but guess who does? They don't have. GSC. What do you mean they have? What do you explain that? I did not read the GSA thing. I just <laughs> so so what they it. have is when one of their units dies with the cult ambush rule, which we haven't seen what units, but we we know at least one is one of the core one of the the yeah. battle line units. You roll, and on a four up, that unit goes back into cult ambush. <laughs> so you have a 50, 50 chance, and of you put a token within nine inches of where they are, and then the next turn. You can bring them back oh my at full health. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if they're a battle line kicker, they're a battle line unit, which is the troops essentially. Yeah, yeah the troops, yeah. You get plus three to the roll. <laughs> so they just automatically roll a four plus so wait, and come back. Can you just keep on doing this? So yes. they just keep on coming Forever. back alive. Forever. Oh <laughs> the only way to stop it is to get near the token so they can't blip back at the token. Okay. At least you have that. That's at least something. Jeez. All right. Well, it looks like that is officially uh, the jankiest of jank. But uh, let's let's. Okay. So I we mean, got just the fact that you can just. I don't care what the base profile is. If it's infinite, it's it's yeah. gonna be a problem. You can keep on coming back alive. Uh, all right. All right. So then today, Wednesday, we got Imperial agents. Now this is not really a faction. They are kind of an add-on, right? They they won't be their own distinct detachment. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, chat. But it looks like they just join other armies, kind of like exactly. they do right now. You'll be able to get a few based off the point sizes. It looks like two will be the the, the normal, but you get two. Um, units and then two character units as well it looks like so you can have quite a few in your standard guard or space marine army uh previewed we got the the sniper guy uh, what's the Vindicar name assassin Vindicar assassin thank you sir and you know they look good but i don't think like i mean just comparing directly to the current Vindicar assassin like the damage doesn't look that scary i think it's gonna have to come down to points right we'll have to see like how many points is this guy because it looks like a fun model you can't even he's got the the rule where you, I, I don't think you can shoot him or something if he's far away. Um, lone operative, yeah. Lone so operative. Yeah. 12 inches away, you can't target him. You can't target him, which is nice. And he's got a sniper rifle that can do a lot of damage, but it's unlikely to do a lot of damage. So Just roll sixes. Yeah, just, just roll sixes and you'll be fine. But I don't think it's as much damage on a regular basis as you could get with a current assassin. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see, Seth. Did any of those models stick out to you? Any of the new Imperial I mean, the Vindicar, I think, is very strong. Yeah, cool. All right. Kicker, let's get into event news, and so then we'll uh, we'll get into our main segments. Okay. Event news really fast. We're going to jump into what ha- – oh, geez. Okay. I guess we can talk about event news. I don't, are we at event news? I'm trying to go through my notes here. Yep. <laughs> we are. Okay. So the BAO was this week. We're going to talk about that in the future. ACO, we look like we're going to have a, a DJ. Uh, a pretty sweet DJ. It's it's still in the works. Are are you kicker going to have a dance off? I mean, we can and we should. I think I think that is a requirement. Like extra points if you win the dance concepts. I don't know, man. We 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 can. Uh, I am not. I I've got no ability to dance. I've got no ability to keep a rhythm or a beat. But it looks like we can have a really epic DJ coming. I can't say his name. Can't talk about it until everything is signed and finalized. It's, it's, but he uh, just it's DJ TJ. Yeah, right. let's go with that one. Yeah, Little do you know that TJ Lanigan has uh, started a DJ. Career. Oh, there we go. Boom. There we go. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for <laughs> it. So that's that's the big ACO thing. Oh, and we have the Frontline Gaming Sisters terrain set. I, I got to mention this. That is fully live and selling and doing yep. really, really well. And can, can we bring in Nikki D? Is he back yet? Because I really wanted to touch base on something that he needed to bring up. Nikki D, are you back? 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, nope. there we go. I am here. There yep. He's back there. We have a very important movie that needs to be discussed in our new nerd news segment. Before we get into the nitty gritty of the show, we need to talk about nerd news, please. Yeah. And make the announcement. Do it. Okay. So mo- this was the most important thing to me all week here. I am someone who was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, like many of us are that I see when mm-hmm. at frontline gaming events and other uh, Warhammer events. There are few things in this world I love more than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Seth, Kicker, are you guys familiar with the, the Ninja yeah. Turtles? Michelangelo yeah. forever, yeah. man. We are. Yeah. Okay. So there is a new cartoon Teenage Raphael, Ninja sorry. Turtles. Raphael, sorry. Hold on. Oh, hold Raphael. On. Hold, hold, hold I, on. I, I, wait. Michelangelo forever? Yes, I'm dude. out. See you guys. Dude, nunchucks are the weapon of choice for all tr- <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm not really surprised that, that Kicker goes with the party dude. Uh, Cowabunga uh, dude. Yeah, the group. <laughs> is, is it shocking to you that the tech priest the, the tech priest guy here of the show uh, was a Donatello fan oh, growing shit. up? Probably not, right? Okay. Anyways, so new TMNT movie coming out. Key things to note. One, Splinter, right? Master Splinter, voiced mm-hmm. by Jackie Chan. No way. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. All right. The trailer right. came out today, so go check it out. But more importantly for me, I love Ninja Turtles. I also love music. I was at three concerts last week in the course of five days. My favorite band of all time is Nine Inch Nails. And okay. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails, they are, they are the mind, the hive mind of Nine Inch Nails. All right, all right. They are doing the soundtrack for this movie. They've oh, been man. doing I... soundtracks for about a decade now, going back to the social network. Uh, they've been doing Disney soundtracks even. So it's not it's not the Nine Inch Nails that I grew up listening to <laughs> that had a lot of expli- <laughs> explicit words included with it. But my favorite band doing the soundtrack. How for cool would that be, though, if you get like an epic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like a kick-ass theme song. Like, I mean, that, I, I need this. I I need this. Okay, that is exciting. Uh, we have to jump to the signal shorts really fast. Seth is going to get 30 seconds to answer a question. He will be on the clock. You're not screwed up, Seth. You got 30 seconds, right? Is there a 40K faction that needs to be squatted in the old sense, as in like being removed, not being revived or regenerated or coming back or recycled? So is there a 40K faction that basically needs to be removed from the, the game? And which one is it? Ready? Go. Eldar. <laughs> just, 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 just That's that it. I hate just Eldar. In all a fiery forms. passion. Get rid of him. <laughs> No, I mean, they're always fine. I I don't know. Real answer. um, I feel like there's just too many Imperial factions. I don't know who I'd eliminate, but maybe maybe like one of the Imperial factions because there's just so freaking many of them. There there are a lot of Space Marine-esque, you know, maybe Space Wolves. Maybe Space Wolves. I mean, oh, man. Geez, you're going to piss off some people. All right. Uh, thank you, Seth. And we just lost Joe from More Games Live as a member of the program. It just He texted me immediately. I don't know what to do. I'm an avid Space Wolf player. Uh, very frustrated to hear. And, and Wolf Priest Carl, that uh, yeah. a very fan. Okay, Seth, um, we got to jump into the main segment here. What happened at the BAO? Yes, indeed, Kicker. What did happen at the BAO? Were you there, Kicker? Was it a good time? It was a wonderful time. I mean, for me, I'm obviously working the entire event, so I'm, I'm, I don't get to literally go hang out. I'm not rolling dice. Funny enough, though, a lot of the frontline gaming team was there. You know, our, they were. Our, our main headquarters is Vegas. It's not that far away from San Francisco. So I think we had five or six frontline gaming employees. Yeah, I snuck playing. some of their photos into our slideshow. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. Um, do okay. Well, you want to give us the, the rundown of the of the top players, Seth? Like who yeah, won this? Yeah. Thing? So, Nikki D can flip through the slideshow and just kind of give some folks some visuals. You know, if you're listening at home, come check out the visuals. Uh, but so, best general number one 
went to Forrest Fanton, our Space Wolf player. Uh, <laughs> that's important because there are three event, large events this past weekend, all of which won by Space Wolves. Um, there we have Tyler Bortel's Gene Sealer Cult doing what a true Gene Sealer Cult player does and sitting there and thinking. Um, <laughs> Seth, Seth, Seth. Wait, wait. Yeah. First of all, this guy's last name is Phantom? Phantom. I love it. That's a great last name. Yeah, second, se- second of all, um, all three major events this weekend were, were Space Wolves. Rocky Top. BAO and Motorcycling Mayhem all won by Space Wolves. Wow. Now, no, what is this? Okay, what's the secret tech here that I'm missing? I mean, obviously, there free are- Free melta guns. There we go. So that's just, it. Free just if you gun. put free things on all your Space Wolves and be like, what if I had 40 melta shots and a bunch of fists? Yeah. You're like, huh? You're right. I guess that, that that will do it. Okay, so who came in second? So we got Forrest here so, winning. Uh, this lesser known player, uh, he's here in chat though tonight, so I figured we'd shout him out. James Carmona with his World Eaters, also a member of Team Zero Comp, which is kind of the in-house FLG team uh, that's where it started. It's grown beyond that crew there. Can we um, talk about this guy though for a second? We're talking like a few points from first. Now there oh, were yeah, multiple. Yeah. He's, he's actually there. been in chat petitioning for a shadow round since we started tonight. <laughs> okay, that 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 makes sense. James, you were so close. Now, guys, for those of you that were not at the BAO, BAO was a six-round event, three rounds mm-hmm. on Saturday, three rounds on Sunday. We did have multiple undefeated players. Uh Seth, maybe you can correct me, but I believe there at the end of six rounds, we had two, maybe three undefeated players. There were three undefeated defeated players right, there we go um, and james and, was and one of them james was one of them and then number three was will albelez uh playing tout now the way we did uh the rankings was by opponent win percentage no. and i believe there was two rounds that will got paired down because there was an uneven number of um undefeated oh. players so he played someone that was already at one loss or two losses maybe just okay. one loss um yeah. but what that basically meant is his opponents had the weaker win percentage so it wasn't that Will himself didn't do well on the table. He just, because of that system, he, he ended up coming low. So all three of those players came in undefeated, uh, which yeah. is a great job for all of them. And we're um, talking, guys, mere points separating, you know, James yep. and Forrest, like so close. It could have yep. been anyone's at that point. Kicker, so. we have a super chat from uh, our our patron saint, John McArdle. Uh, $100. Congrats on a successful BAO, Kicker. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, man. Really, really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, um, we've been flipping through some pictures. If we can go back, because I didn't tell people what those pictures were yet. Um, but the one more, I think, um, that one right there, that's Brandon Grant, former winner of the ITC and member of Team America, out there with his guard strutting his stuff. Uh, next photo here, uh, friends of the show, Ben and Danielle Jurek. They travel to a ton of the events, Kicker. And almost every event I see them at, they're wearing their Gengar shirts, yeah, matching which is shirts. just awesome. It's, 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 it's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah. And then uh, I think the next one that popped up here, this is uh, Jesse Sell, uh, last year's winner of the BAO, sporting the belt of Russ in honor of his late roommate, Jeff Robinson. Uh, and he is also a member of Team Zero Comp. Uh, looks like we've lost kicker, so I'm just going to keep rolling. Uh, Paragon, which was our, our best overall type award. Uh, we had Will Albles coming in at number one. Again, Will goes 6-0. and oh, That gives him a very strong uh, position for that. Then our number two was Jason Ryder. He was Black Legion, uh, and he's the Army Esports team. Uh, and then Brian Leva, uh, which is playing Asirani, and also a member of Team Zero Comp. Um, pictures on the screen right now. That is Forrest uh, sporting the new belt of Russ. Uh, so great job there, Forest. Uh, moving on to best painted, uh, we've got Michael Sigmura uh, playing Tau. Uh, brought his Tau. Is that uh, can I stop you there about this guy? No, 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 I can't. can't. All right. Okay, okay I'm going to stop you, you anyway. Stop me now. All right. So, so, so it was interesting, right? Um, I'm not 
a judge. I am admin. When it comes to frontline gaming events, I am not a judge. I don't get involved with any of the rulings. But it was a very close painting competition. Mm-hmm. So so the judges asked myself and then one oh, of the other. So you did get is, involved. Yeah, now I did get involved. To 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 look at two armies and to not tell them but write it down like our, out of those two armies, which is the one that I would recommend. And there's a few of us that were frontline gaming staff to try to choose that. We're not playing in the tournament, but did, you know, have to weigh in. Yeah. And it was that close. And, if, and and you know, at the end of the day, Michael won with his towel, but it was just so close to who came in second number two, Andrew Whitehead with yeah. his uh Asiriani. Yeah. Both had very just beautiful 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 armies but they were done completely differently uh yeah. my, you know completely different techniques kicker chat points out that uh a space wolf player won the belt of us <laughs> oh nelly well done yes yes so does yes. that mean next year's event has to be space wolf themed 100 done consider done you're just gonna put like fake snow everywhere it's just you know instead of having like beer deals in the hall it's gonna be like mugs of ale let's do it it is kind of weird though i don't think of like san francisco and space wolf like those don't thematically necessarily work together but whatever we'll just make it happen we'll make it happen we did it for the orcs orcs are the reigning champs at uh SoCal, so they are the logo. So yeah, now, I do have a breakdown of the AOS event, but I do want to do a little shout out here um, for our AOS TO. Uh, he wrote up a a very nicely detailed uh, description of the event, like it makes you feel like you were there. Um, I am going to leave that though for Mr. Adam Solis. He's going to do a, a big recap blog <laughs> of all the happenings at the event. So head on over to the FLG blog page and check that out. But to give you the the high ones, uh, the the Paragon, their overall award goes to Colin Venables. Uh, Colin was running a Blades of Corn themed army, uh, which is a lot of a lot of flesh tones, a lot of reds and gold. <laughs> yeah. So it's awesome. Best appearance with the Jess- Jessica. Schm- Sh- Sh- I'm sorry, Jessica Schmoller. All right, all right. Okay. That's she's uh, her husband. Uh, Benjamin, they they go to a lot of tournaments together. Yep. It's also really really kind of cool. Same team, you got to love these husband and wife teams that showing up. Yep. And then our best general was Benjamin Hosking, um, running a Slave to Darkness army. So he won the overall event. Kicker, I put this picture in here because I thought you might want to give these fine individuals here a shout out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So guys, our events, I mean, Frontline Gaming is of the community, for the community, by the community. Like guys, we could not do this without the the the, the community. It's just not possible. BAO is extremely challenging to load in and load out out of that hall. It's on the second floor. It's literally a labyrinth. Like I don't get lost. Like I'm I'm very proud of the fact that I Hold do on. not get lost. We yeah. have gotten lost before though. Okay, we got lost one set, but we don't talk about that. It's a big okay. secret. Right. We don't talk about it. But in general, I don't get lost. But the back of the house, so the back side of the BAO venue is a labyrinth, and I keep on getting lost every time I go back there. It is some sort of weird alternate reality. On top of that, it's near, very, very narrow halls, and we have to move all these pallets of train up and down. We could not have loaded out without Marcus Tanner and the D6 team out of Washington. These guys nice. worked like dogs on Sunday. After having played six rounds, you know, and kicking ass, <laughs> they ended up staying up late and helping us uh, get get out of there, which oh, was just... Thank, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I see Mike's got a big old smile on his face there, and I'm sure he's happy to be done with the back out. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's kick her. Uh, what... what you know, thoughts, what, how was your experience at BAO? What stories you got for us? Honestly, the BAO ran so smoothly. It was so such a relaxed vibe. You know, I do think next year we're going to have to have a bar in the hall. Um, our players like, like, like alcohol close by. Yep. So that's something I'm going to work on. Um, I mean, I have heard calls for a, uh, night on Fenris themed prom style BAO in chat. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's just do that. Let's let's do that. That's a great idea. And for, they, and for James, just for James, we will make sure that there are Bloody Marys there. <laughs> there we go. Yes, we do need Bloody Marys at, at all front game, especially in the morning. I think Bloody Marys uh, on the Sunday well, morning. Well, really just because he was, you know, playing corn. Or because he's or playing corn. But yeah, but yeah, totally. That, that too. That too. No, no, the event went smooth. Uh, it was really cool to see so many different teams in in, in show there and force. Uh, of course, Team Zero Comp, the, the frontline gaming uh, associated team. A lot of guys, mm -hmm. Frankie from Frontline there. A lot of the guys, Leo, they're on that team. Uh, James, of course. Um, they were there. Uh, oh, Junior as well on that team. Yep. You know, it's kind of cool to see so many guys from that team, but we also had another team that was a new team I'd never seen before, and they just had this big word on their on their jersey, and the jersey was very nice. It was kind of like this tactical blue camo. It said just foot, and I'm like, like from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, are these the foot? Like, do we have to, you know, be prepared to battle them? Do we have to battle them? Yeah, right? Like, what's going on here? Um, but yeah, very, very nice guys. New team out of out of the, the area, and uh, happy to see more teams coming in. So guys, if you you have some friends, and you're like, you know what, I want to go to a tournament, Get your get your buddies, get some cool jerseys, form a team, and and you know have a lot more fun. I think going to a tournament with a team is just that much more fun, right? You have your buddies, even win or lose, you've got your crew there cheering you on. Yeah, um, Seth, do we want to jump into what's going on on the network right now? But yeah, we can certainly do that now. Kicker, I have some sad news to report about Shoot. one of our our network affiliates. Oh no, uh, Party at the All Points has has. Uh, performed an infraction that I don't know they can forgive them for, oh, which no, is choosing bad ice cream flavors. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, we talking They had strong opinions about the Neapolitan ice cream flavor, which I think is just a cop out of ice cream flavors. No, no, that um, is that is blasphemy. Like you cannot actually like that. That is three, like that is a poor choice. Yeah. Are they saying they're in favor of Neapolitan they, ice cream? They are, and therefore, <laughs> I, I have to consider their their continued uh, membership as part of our program. That is, um, yeah, no, let's pull them in. Like that is totally yeah, unacceptable. I, like, I, I think we're gonna have to have a have a little sit down with Dayton and the guys yeah. talk about that one. Grim yeah. After Dark uh, finally got their whole crew back together. Everyone's been traveling for the summer, but they finally got everyone back in place. Uh, and I hear a rumor. Mm, I like rumors. Val Heffelfinger is gonna come back and play 10th edition 40k. Oh, I'm snap. just hearing things. Wow, I'm just hearing things, kicker. Wow. So. He is a he's a beloved and well established orc player from when he did play. So from, I'll be curious. From many moons ago, many, many bad moons ago, um, and he's 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 been a diehard eighth edition fantasy player long after that game has died. So yeah. <laughs> uh, to see him come back is quite impressive. But kicker, I finally am able to announce. We do this. Yes, Some we are finally ready to to announce another uh, member show joining our network here uh, and partnering with us. And this one's this one's exciting, guys. This is the big uh, one. Can we can we bring up the graphic there? Uh, oh, we have graphics. Wow, this guy yeah. gets graphics. Yeah, he does. That's a, that is not the graphic. That is that still is a, that is still Mike. Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, the Angry go. Joe Show. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Angry Joe Show. The Angry Joe Show is a YouTube channel, mostly focused on video game reviews. Joe is known for his angry reviews, but he is a very honest reviewer. He is going to tell you up or down whether or not that game is good or not. I, uh, I've been before this been watching him for years just because he's a reliable review source and I very much enjoyed, uh, his, his take on games. And I felt like we, what he enjoyed in games is what I enjoyed in games. 
He personally has been into to wargaming for a while, but he's deciding that he really wants to start getting his wargame streams and growing them beyond what he's already had. So I think uh, he's joining in, man. He's he's going to go big in tenth. So we're excited to have him, Kicker. He's going to be trying to make it up to LSO with us. So I'm excited to welcome him to the network. Uh, so big shout out to him. Go check him out, guys. Uh, he's going to have a lot of great content. They were playing the other week, Dreadfleet. Do you remember that game, Kicker? <laughs> yes. That, uh, explain the game because some people may have no idea what you're that talking about. That was like, oh, God. It was like at least 10 or 15 years ago. It was a naval combat game set in the Warhammer fantasy. Yeah. You know, so like a dwarf they, ship yeah, so and stuff, yeah. He has like, I was talking to him, and I think he has like 60 or 70 like different different completely built and painted figure games that he's going to be playing. So there's going to be a lot of different content over there. So I'm super excited by that. So go check that out. Would you say that he's one of our larger affiliates now? Yep. So he is, he is by far the largest individual uh, show to join in. Uh, He has a viewership of about three and a half million. Wow. Um, So three and a half uh, million. Yep. Million. Jeez. So, so we're uh, going to get this guy coming to LVO and all of our events now. <laughs> Kicker, Kicker is going to drag him wherever he can. Yeah. So uh, but really excited to have Joe. It's been good chatting with him. Uh, and you might know one of his his uh, co-workers there, Jay, because Jay runs Bold Action. He's actually running the Bold Action TO for LSO. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So very excited by that. So well, let's get into our community spotlight. Uh, Kicker, you did a poll. Yeah, and, and and by the way, when I, you said I did a poll, poll, uh, technically Nikki D did. I didn't do anything. Oh, I, you <laughs> I was lazy this week. By lazy, I mean I'm busy getting LVO tickets ready to go live on the ninth. So yeah, I'm kind of uh, just trying to keep my head afloat. So thank you, Nikki D, for posting the the the, the poll, uh, guys. I'm good. What? I'm good. <laughs> did I say? Are you okay, Seth? I'm good, kicker. You just keep going, bud. All right, just, just gonna keep the credit. <laughs> So what the, the poll for this week's guys posted on the Frontline Gaming Community Facebook group where you can answer, participate, and help give us your feedback. What is the biggest threat to the Imperium? And uh, I mean, we got option number one being orcs. Uh, we got option number two being Tau. Option number three being Tyranids. Option number four being Forces of Chaos. Option number five being the Necrons. And option number six being one that I had to add because I'm like, it's the obvious choice, people. The Imperium itself. So Seth, what are your thoughts? Orcs, where, where, where are they at? Are, are they- 100% they're the threat. 100% they're the you threat. Name, you name another race that put a freaking battle moon outside of Terra. <laughs> I'll wait. All right, all right. Uh, well, okay, what about Tau? What are your thoughts on Tau, Seth? Nah, Tau are just, they just want to stay in their corner. If the Imperium left them alone, the Tau wouldn't fight them. Most likely, right? If the Imperium left them alone, they just do their own damn thing. Uh, you know, Nikki D, thoughts on Nids? Do you, what, what, and, and, you know, where, where, where do they stand? What are your just personal thoughts? Are they the big bad guys that we have to worry about? I'll stick to my personal thoughts on this one. I mean, they they adapt, they overcome, they just consume. They're everything. bear grills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hadn't considered it. I broke was, kicker now. That was that, you just broke me, man. That was that was good. That was that was smooth. That was smooth. Uh, we're um, we're not going to have an issue tonight because of technical difficulty. We're going to have an issue because Seth chokes on his water and then kicker. I'm just like kicks choking the bucket on my lap. from laughing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Tyranids, right? They're they're the big things, right? Where even the high fleets, they're only supposed to be like tendrils of the high fleet. So we're yeah. only supposedly seeing a fraction good of point. their true number. All right, we have to let Nikki D think uh, take you know forces of chaos. What are your thoughts? Just general forces of chaos. I mean, they are like the original. They're the OG bad guy. Yes, they're the original bad guy. They they were Marshall my vote. Husbands. 
they, they, they were and are my vote in, in this particular one. I, I see the community doesn't agree with me, and, and that's okay, because chaos, we're just going to be off in our own corner, you know, kicking around, doing our things, causing havoc and, and chaos, can, obviously. Can the follow you to the warp? <laughs> well... Yeah, see, there, there's a, there's a whole weird thing about how the warp interacts with the 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 shadows of the warp for the Tyranids. Um, you know, my, my Blood Angels they were bailed out uh, in part against the latest invasion in in ninth edition of the the Tyranids in part because of a demonic incursion. So there mm-hmm. is some power there that demons have to be able to fight the Tyranids. So this may be one of those things, Seth, where maybe chaos and Tyranids just go at each other. They like neutralize each other, and that's how the orcs come in and take over everything. Mm, exactly, orcs. Right, right. Up, baby. Well, we can't forget the Necrons. Come on, they're ancient. They're old. They're you know they can't be killed. I mean, they can't die, right? They, yeah, they can. You, know, you, they you can. hit them hard enough with a chopper, they go down. Okay, there we go. All right, so Necrons don't really seem to stand a chance. The Imperium, though, guys. The Imperium itself. Remember, it is vast. It is massive, and like many things, you know, when they get so big and massive, they start to have civil war. They start to have unrest. There was already issues. That's where we, you know the original heresy came from. Like, couldn't we just have another you know heresy in the future? Couldn't that happen? Don't you see Bobby G maybe having some disagreement with some of his brothers? You know, brother Primarchs. I don't know. It just seems like that's the clear answer is that the Imperium self can rip itself to, to pieces. So so chat, tell us what you think. I'm going to go read the results real fast, what we actually got. So Orcs got 6%, Tau got 4%. The uh, the winner here is Nids with 60% of the votes. People think 60%. Ta- Nids are the big bad guys. Force of Chaos got 16 Necrons got 3%. And Imperium of <laughs> Man itself got 10%. So you guys are wrong. Yeah. It really is the Imperium. Um, clearly, wow. Seth, do we have some Just fancy? Isn't the customer always right? The customer's always right. You, you, you correct, correct. I do. I do have some community spotlight photos. Uh, so our first one up, I pulled this one uh, for you, kicker. Oh, yeah. uh, Pedrag Fal- uh, Falwin. Man, I'm really butchering names tonight. Uh, working on some beautiful Seraphon. Oh, let's see, uh, let's see the it. new kit. Uh, let's see it, Nikki D. Uh, we're gonna get those visuals in a second, but uh, yeah, man, those oh, geez, gorgeous. Look at it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, yeah, Seraphon. I, I, I think that anyone look, look at them paint. stripes. Those are not easy. Stripes like that on flesh are not easy to do and make not it look natural. But I mean, I think that if you, I think the Seraphon miniatures themselves also mm-hmm. not not taking away anything from the artist, but the miniatures oh. themselves. De- like I painted my Seraphon way better than like I can normally paint because they're just like the perfect, yeah. I guess sculpts. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we have uh, Mark Lichlord, who's working on a new 40k army. He's working on Imperial Knights. Oh, look nice. at that! Look at that! That wow. beautiful blue popping. That is that a nice kind of dark uh, bronze or gold trim. It kind of makes me think of like Vanguard Tactics blue, like yeah. it's a very distinct teal. Yeah. Mark, blue. Mark, do you, do you are you a client of Vanguard Tactics? Is that what this is? Yeah, Who knows? Great. I have to find out. Uh, Derek's been working on a new Azrael, the the new sculpt. So he's been working on him. So that's yeah. a work in progress. Looking Look good. That. Got his color blocking in there. Good work on the banner. Uh, Davey, uh, Davey, sorry, is testing out some OSL on a beautiful plug marine. I know we don't need to go into the the depths here, but what is OSL for those not in the know? object source lighting? So Thank that you. plasma pistol kind of glowing and kind of reflecting off his armor, uh, looking really good. Uh, Tom Long uh, has been working on some Osiric Bone Reapers, uh, and they also have some nice, nicely looking models. I always have trouble painting bone and getting it to look nice and even and smooth like that, and he's he's done that very well. Skeleton nice, horde, the contrast nice, skeleton horde. That's all you need. Nice and crisp. And then kicker, yeah. You know how I wave a chopper around? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with your, your chapel. It, it seems that war boss Jacob Thayer was having a little chocolate <laughs> uh, and, the, and made his own. Oh, look at that. He sent it to me the other day, and it is a thing of beauty. Um, So I'm excited to to clash swords with him at an event sometime. So I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob is actually doing Jacob and the Hobby Goblins. They're doing right. the the best general Age of Sigmar, best general 40k uh, swords that we're going to be having for ACO. Sweet. So if you win best general at ACO, you will get a absolutely gorgeous sword. Kicker, you, you don't even bother shipping that to ACO. You can just ship it to my house. Ship it right to you. you got you. Got to win, my friend. Got to win. <laughs> uh, it's already done. Thirty <laughs> flash kits, baby. That's all you need. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Final thoughts for the night. How are we doing? You know, man, so the event ended on Sunday. I flew back on Monday. I finally opened up my emails yesterday and I almost started crying. I got so many like such positive feedback from players. People I have no idea. I didn't even know they were at the event, but I got several emails. One in particular that was just like you ran like your event was so professionally run. It started in time. It ended on time. It was the highlight of my year so far. Thank you so much. Like, like, Guys, I don't know. I'm not an emotional guy, but I'm getting a little emotional. Like it was just really sweet uh, to to hear such positive feedback. So, so guys, I'm glad you had fun at BAO. I can't wait to see so many guys at ACO, and I hope to run just as good, if not a better event there. Uh, we've got even more things planned for ACO. It's a bigger event. We've got a lot of cool people coming. The Nikki D and Ace instead they're going to be there partying with us. So, yep, yep. I'm very excited. Be a good time. Very, very, very excited. Nick, uh, what, what do you got for us, man? Yeah, I'm. I'm relaxing a little bit this weekend again papa nurgle got me last weekend so i'm hoping to get back on the hobby table this week um, i'm really excited we've got a great show coming for everybody next week and then of course a couple weeks after that is is aco so we're we're just steamrolling along yeah, for the next couple of weeks and uh, yeah I, I i might run the same list i ran at maryland open i might build and paint a few things we're gonna see but as mentioned by kicker I'm going to be at ACO. Seth is going to be at ACO. Mm-hmm. Kicker is obviously going to be at ACO. But Seth and I are going to be there playing 40K. So whether you play 40K, Age of Sigmar, Legion, any of the other games that Kicker is going to have running there, please come find us. I'll be the guy wearing flannel all days. And then uh, Seth is going to be the really tall orc. So we're, yes, we're going to be very that, easy to tall find. Tall orc, that's me. <laughs> um, and if, if everything goes well, I might have some special swag. We'll see. Cool, cool. All right. That's it for tonight. We thank you so much for joining us, guys. It's been a great show. Again, uh, despite some technical glitches, um, chat's always here to kind of pull us through. Uh, Thank you so much for watching. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next week. Good night, guys.